0: Hey there mamas, welcome to Long Island Moms Unfiltered, the podcast that's about keeping it real, raw, and unfiltered.
1: All while embracing the chaos, sharing the laughs, and supporting each other through this wild adventure called motherhood. We're live. (laughs) (laughs) Hi guys,
0: we're live! (laughs) So this is our first episode, I'm so excited.
1: I know, this feels like really legit.
0: So on today's episode, we want to go into some topics, and I think a really important topic is making mom friends.
1: I agree 100%. Throughout the years, you change and you develop, and then the friends that you used to have are not your friends anymore because you've changed and they've changed, and you need to have friends that you have things in common with. So I feel like when you have a baby and your friend doesn't have a baby, it's... The friendship's not off. It's just... All you want to do is talk about your kid. Yeah. Did you find that your friendships changed? Okay, well, I really have, like, no friends. So, like, my one... (laughs) (laughs) So, like, my one friend, Mary, who's literally, like, a sister to me, our friendship did not change because I felt like she was, like, an aunt to my daughter. Yeah. And... She just loves children, and being around her is amazing. When I see people on Instagram, they're like, when you have a baby, you'll see who shows up and who doesn't. Yes, absolutely. And then I'm like... 100%. Huh. And then people are like, oh, then you realize who your true friends are. Yeah. Because your life does a 360 like it's not about it's not about you and and your girlfriends anymore. It's about you and the baby and whoever comes to support you. Those are who who your two friends are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it was hard for me. I feel like because I'm only one that has a baby. So yes, they're there for me. And yes, they're supportive and they love Demi so much. But I can I feel like our relationships have changed to an extent because they want to go out and head to happy hour and I would love to go out to happy hour. But I can't, you know, and maybe once in a while, but it's not an every weekend thing like it used to be able to.
1: And my life is just different now. Yeah, because then you have to find a babysitter and then, you know, what time does she go down and she has to eat? And then it's like you're worrying about all these things and then you just really want to go out and have a good time. But at the same time, it's like... You're checking the the app. You're seeing if your baby's
0: sleeping. You're seeing how they're doing. And it's it's hard.
1: So then now with mom friends, when you have mom friends, it's like, oh, wait, so what did your baby eat today? Oh, yeah, she had apples too. Oh, my God, that's so funny. (laughs) And it's it's just like the dumbest conversations. But you feel almost like validated. Or like if you're having a bad day and you're like, oh, my God, McLean has been crying all day. I don't know what to do. And then you're like, oh, my God, same. Like, I don't know what's going on with Demi. Like, you know, she's been so fussy. She can't. And I'm like, okay, well, this makes me feel better. Like, you understand me. I understand you. And it's just this bond that you create with another mom that gets it because if they get it, you feel like, okay, I'm not alone. Before I had McLean, I was like, I'm going to have four kids. I'm going to have this big family. And everyone used to tell me, like, you're so good with kids. Like, you should have been a teacher. You should have worked with kids. And I'm like, no, I love kids. Like, and I want so many. And then I had McLena and I'm like, this is a lot more work than it is just babysitting or being around a kid for a couple hours because it is a twenty four, seven job. There's no stopping as a mom. No, absolutely. And I think what's harder now for us in
0: today's time is that there it's really not feasible to be like a one income family anymore moms are working now you know and I think that's what makes it harder like if I was able to be home with Demi and not have to worry about bringing in any income I think it would be less stressful and I might be like okay yeah like I would love to have a big family but I think in today's world it's like women have to work we have to make money you have to have a two income household and I think that puts even more pressure on us to be like okay, so we have to have all these kids, be there for them, help them, support them, and then also have to get a job, whether it's in the home or outside of the home. And it's almost impossible.
1: Well, even like, so I work three days a week and it's, and I enjoy it because it gets me out. And yes, I need the income, of course. Like like you said, like one person just can't work. It's It's not not how it used to be and I feel like even people that work from home they're like oh my god this is great I get to work from home but then I get to be with my kid but at the same time it's like you're not with your kid yeah and then I feel like almost like if you were working at home like I don't know if you feel like this but it's almost like you're home and then you're trying to work but then it's almost like you feel like you're, you're I'm ne- ignoring her like you're ignoring yeah. her and neglecting her and you're like well I'm trying to work but like wait but I'm home but I should be with Demi and I should be taking yeah. care of her because I'm home but at the same time you're like no, like, I need to work. Like I need to make money. Yeah, like, she's, like, grabbing at my computer, and I'm like,
0: Demi, stop. And then she gets, you know, she starts screaming and crying because I'm yelling at her. But, like, she's pressing the buttons and deleting my <laughs> documents. And then you get upset. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's hard. It's hard, I think, for today for, for moms. And yeah. a lot of people don't get it unless you're
1: in it. Mm-hmm. And especially anybody that works from home now since it's so big after COVID yeah working from home is is huge now and you know i hear people that like have newborns and they're sitting in the bjorn is that what it's called
0: oh like the carrier yeah Yeah, like a carrier
1: and they're like yeah that's how i work all
0: day and i'm like so basically like you're doing two jobs two full-time jobs and then if you're breastfeeding that's like a third full-time job
1: i couldn't even i personally could not even breastfeed yeah no Team formula all the way over here. <laughs> yeah, maybe that could be a topic for her. for another episode. Absolutely. <laughs> Nothing against breastfeeding. Props to everybody who does. But yeah,
0: I wish I could. I wish I could have. I really do. It just again, it was hard.
1: I did it. I did it more so for my mental health, but also to think up. I know it sounds terrible, but to think about a human sucking on my boob is just yeah. something that yeah. I cannot grasp. Yeah, I <laughs> Like kudos to everybody that enjoys it. Like yeah. that is amazing, and I give you like a hundred percent credit for doing it because it is a lot mentally, physically, emotionally, and everything. But for me, I'm just like, oh, I don't know, if anyone could really touch I know. my boobs. Like, I don't, like-
0: <laughs> no, I actually I agree with you on that. So switching topics because I think we should do breastfeeding on another episode. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, do you feel disconnected? to your like pre-baby life? Like, do you feel like, obviously you have a completely different life now, but like, I feel like it was almost like so hard for me to figure out who I am now as a mom because my life is so different. Where before I love to go out, like happy hour is like always my thing because I like to be in bed by like eight (laughs) o'clock. So I was always like trying to find out where there was live music so I could go out, have a couple drinks with my friends, listen to music, hang out. But I just feel like my life then and being able to get up and do whatever I wanted, go to the gym, record all this content, be on top of my life, really be organized, have a spotless house. And then now only like 25% of that can be done. It's hard to almost find myself again, even though I'm still the same person. It's like, what is my life now?
1: I've been around kids like my whole entire life. I was a gymnast, so I was around young kids, whether I was doing gymnastics and then I was teaching the little ones, so one, I was around them. And then two, when I got older, my last job, all of the girls that I worked with all had kids. Those became my friends. And I just loved being around kids even though I didn't have a kid, I would take my cousin and I would bring her and I would pretend that she was my kid for the day. All I wanted in life was to be a mom. And I've said this since I was like 16. I'm probably even younger, but like I always said, I want a baby. I want a baby. I've always wanted a baby. And I don't think I have that much trouble in finding myself or who I am. I still think that I do as much as I did with Michelina than when she wasn't here, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah. The only thing that I would say is, like, I was able to get, like, a pedicure, like, every two weeks. Right, right. Now it's every, like, four to five weeks, which is fine. Do, like you said, like, I wish, like, I could just pick myself up and right. just, like, Go to the grocery store or go to the gym or well, who's going to the gym? Not me. <laughs> but, you know, get your hair done. Or, like now it's like, OK, well, hey, There's mom, a lot more scheduling involved. Yeah. It's like you got to call, you know, you got to call your in-laws. You got to call your mom. You got to call. a bit, You got to find somebody to watch them. And I feel like that's a little bit of the stressful part. Maybe since you're you're trying to find yourself after being a mom, I feel like maybe I'm still trying to find myself in general. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Thinking because I felt like it just this has got me thinking because now I'm like, okay, well, my life was like, I I don't drink. So I wasn't really going out. Um, spend a lot. I spent a lot of time with my family and I still spend a lot of time with my family. The only thing that's different is adding her. Right, right. And it's been such a joy. I think I still have to find myself no matter what. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. But, like, I feel like I've always been meant to be a mom. Because that was such a passion of mine ever since I was younger. Besides getting a belly button ring, I remember. (laughs) I was, like, had to have a belly button ring. Um, But I've, like... Like I said, like, I just always was around kids, and that's all I wanted. I, yeah. I, I wanted a kid so bad, and I would tell my mom, Mom, I want, I, I want to have a baby. And my mom was like, okay, well, you know, take it easy. <laughs> You're 15. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, all right, you know. And then as soon as I got married, I remember in my wedding, uh, when they ask you, like, do you want to have kids? And I literally was like, yes! And I, like, screamed, <laughs> like, in, in like, the, in the church, and everyone started laughing, but... Everyone knows how how passionate I am about having kids.
0: And it's funny you say that because I'm the exact opposite. I've never been the person to say I can't wait to be a mom. Never, ever, ever, as I think that ever came out of my mouth. And I knew I always wanted to have kids, but I never knew what that would actually like manifest to look like. Maybe I would because I was adopted. So I was like, maybe I'll adopt. Maybe I'll, I don't know, you know, like I would love to have my own kid, but I just never really put too much thought into it. I just was like, oh, the day will come, the day will come. And Dennis and I were married from the, at the time that I got pregnant, we were married for eight years at that point. And the amount of times that people asked.
1: You're married for that long? Yeah.
0: Yeah. This year will be nine years. What? Yeah. Wait, do I even know how old you are? I'm 33. I got married at 24, Oh, 25. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, so say, okay. So same around me. Yeah. I just look young. I, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I don't actually. It's wh- the Botox. Wait.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't know your age. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because I'm like, eight years. I'm like, no, well, you can't be, I mean, you could be my age, then you would have gotten married at 20. Yeah,
0: like if I had a dollar for the amount of times that people said, when are you having kids, when are you having kids? And and it's not because we weren't trying, because we weren't trying. You know, it's just I was never ready. And then when I hit 30, I was like, okay, maybe now I really should start thinking about it. And it's sad that like women kind of have that, time that they were like you know that like your time is ticking like you have to start thinking about it but again it's the best you know the best decision and now if i would have known then what i know now just the amount of like immense love that she brought into my life i would have done it way sooner before you had Michelina, have you ever changed a diaper yes i have i i haven't and i never even held a newborn really yeah like when they like demi was the first newborn i ever held and I, i had like no idea like when like you know she like I guess, came out and I put the baby on your chest. I was like, oh my God, what do I do with it?
1: (laughs) Well, like I said, like I was just around kids like my whole entire life because that's just what I loved. I loved being around kids. My husband, on the other hand, did not do any of that. Yeah. Me, yeah. So like I knew what to do and everyone's like, oh my God, you've been around kids so long. Like you're going to be great. You're going to know exactly what to do. And I'm like, wait, am I doing this right? And
0: right. You doubt yourself because you just want to, you want your, Everything for your kid to be perfect, and you want to do the best job you can do. And I think we just put too much pressure on ourselves, especially because of social media. Like, I know when I was pregnant, obviously the algorithm knows what's going on in your life and it's going to show you every video that has to, uh, you know, pertain to that. And I think then we just think, oh, should I do it this way? Should I do it that way? Oh, so I saw a TikTok and it said to do it this way. And then we just have all these different perspectives that. We don't know which is right, and we don't really kind of like follow our own gut in like listening to ourselves as far as how to do anything when it comes to your baby.
1: I, I like going back to mom friends, it's like, well, my pediatrician said this, and then yeah. yours, like, well, no, my pediatrician said that. And I'm like, wait, should I be listening to her pediatrician or should I be listening to my pediatrician? So, like you said, it's like, what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's bad. But at the end of the day, everybody finds what's good for them and their baby. It is hard cuz I feel like you're just thrown so much
0: information. Yes. that it's hard to filter it out and figure out what's the best for you and your baby. <laughs> and then I what I hate when I remember it was all over my feed during like RSV season and like yes, that scared the crap oh out of me. Oh, my god. And this is where it comes into like having to filter it out cuz yes, it's good to be able to know what signs and symptoms to look out for and for me I'm a visual person, so it was good for me to like as horrible as the videos were to see what the chest looked like when they were breathing to know like what to look for yes but then demi sneezed like three times and i'm like ripping off her shirt to look at her chest how she's breathing like it's it it like
1: encompasses everything in my brain yeah it's, it's too much that also reminds me of like the life act yes my mom's friend got me the life back because she's like i got it for my granddaughter and i'm like i don't even want to look at it i don't even want to see it and they're like well you have to watch a video on it. i'm like no no no. and no like i like i can't and you know obviously there's one in my in-laws house Mm -hmm. there's one at my mom's house and there's one at my house and i'm like i have
0: one in the diaper bag yeah i carry it everywhere because
1: i'm so paranoid yeah yeah it's crazy, but then, like you said, you see these videos, mm-hmm. and you're a visual person, and so am I, and I'm like, now I can't get it out of my head, and now I'm, yeah. like, watching her eat, and I'm like, okay, so is she choking, or is she just, like, <laughs> like you know, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, just overthinking all the time.
0: So, I want to go back quickly to mom friends. Yes. Because we are mom friends, and yes. although we did kind of chat a little on social media prior to being moms, I think it's good for our listeners to know, like, where they can possibly find mom friends how we met just because again that's such a good thing to have absolutely but Vic and I met at the nesting place yeah so we, we met through there we were doing uh, music classes and what I think was really good about that place too is I never went there and felt like the moms I've, I felt like the moms wanted to have mom friends and wanted to talk to you and it was such a good thing because that's what I was looking for like to have other moms that I can relate to and and it was just such a nice, welcoming place. And from it, you know, now I feel like we have, like, a little group of mom friends. And it's great.
1: Yeah. I remember the first time I went, Mclena was, like, eight months old. And I actually set up to go with my brother's friend who just had a baby. And she actually was late. So I sat next to this girl. And I sat down. And, you know, we were just, like, looking at each other or whatever. And I and I went home. And I'm like, hey, Mike, I, I made a mom friend. And he's like, wow, you made a friend? And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, he's like that's not like you, and I'm like no, I know, but like I made a mom <laughs> friend, and I felt like really cool because like it was nice. It was, yeah, yeah. It was just like nice to talk, like you said, like everybody like at the, they're they're just so sweet, and you know everybody's just like so happy to be like around each other, and so I ended up following her on Instagram. I, I found her on Instagram, and then my husband's like, wait, I know her husband, and I'm like you do, and he's like yeah, he's been a customer of mine, you know, for so long, and then we became friends, and then me, you, and Brittany became friends, and then it just, like, became this whole circle. And it's so nice because now we have our own group chat. Yeah, yeah. And we literally text each other every single day. (laughs) Wait, when the –
0: so our – if you follow us on Instagram, you probably know our babies had Coxsackie last week, (laughs) and the group chat was just on fire with all of us, like, how's McElena? How's Grace? How's Demi? What are you doing? What's your fever? What's our temperature? This and that, you know, back and forth. And it started at, like, almost 6.30 every morning, the group chat, and it would go off, and Dennis is like, are those your friends again? (laughs) And I'm like, yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we would text, like, every morning, but, like, 6.30, and they're like, okay, so how did everyone sleep? And everyone's, like, then answering, and then it's, like, two hours later, they're like, okay, well, did everyone eat? (laughs) We were, like, logging everyone, and, like... It's nice because when your children are sick, it's so sad to see them. Oh, yeah, it's hard. And then having mom friends and then this group chat, it's like, okay, this is giving like a a little light for us. Yeah, and like,
0: you know, even something like you said, like, what's working for you? Like, I was like, you know, they weren't really eating and I was like, oh, Demi ate um, like a cold avocado, maybe try something like that or oh, try yogurt, you know, so it's good to be able to bounce ideas off each other like that, especially when they're sick, because it's again, it's so horrible to see them like that.
1: It's so sad. It's so miserable to see them. But I want to say I have, like, four or five mom friends. And it's yeah. and it's so nice because now, like, when you go out, like, you have to think about your kid. Yeah. So it's like, hey, like, do you guys want to go to the aquarium? And it's just, like, nice to get out. Like, yeah, exactly. being home all day, every day with Michalina is nice. But it's, like, sometimes it's, like, you just have to get out of the house. Like, yeah. you can't watch the same movie 24-7. Right. You can't play with the same toys. So with mom friends like, hey, do you guys want to grab a bite to eat? I I mean like like we have play dates all the time with the kids. Yeah. And even if it's for like what like an hour, hour before nap hours, time. Yeah. Whatever it is. It's just like nice to just have the kids play, us talk, us be normal women. Yeah. Just you know, having a, a a nice conversation. But then again, you're still having your child enjoy their day as well. Yeah, exactly. And having them go out and having them
0: experience things. Like I've never been to the aquarium so much in my entire life. And now i have the yearly pass and i've been like i literally go like once a week it's absolutely insane but demi loves it and you know and she and just being able to watch the aquarium through her eyes is what's worth that half hour drive out to riverhead
1: absolutely i mean listen i'm an hour so so what i i'm gonna go back to the nesting place what i also about like about the nesting place is i definitely want to do this next time if i have a second child which hopefully i do but they have a fourth trimester yeah support group yeah which i wish i would have known because it's It's nice because you're in it together. Yeah. For anybody listening, don't isolate yourself. Yeah.
0: It's hard. That postpartum, especially those first four weeks, are brutal. I would say... Eight to twelve weeks. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think postpartum in general, you know, that can be a whole nother episode. But I think, like, you know, those first couple weeks is just so shocking. Yes. Yeah. And it's hard. It's and then you have the hormonal aspect of it too. And Mm -hmm. I just remember I was literally just crying for like I don't know why. You didn't
1: even know why. I was just. It
0: was. I just felt such immense sadness. And you didn't know why. No, because there was was nothing to be be sad about. What is wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. I had nothing to be sad about, but I was just crying and so sad, but there was no reason to be sad. So like my husband had no idea and he didn't understand it. I didn't really understand it. But then like there was still a part of my brain that was like, this is the baby blues. This is postpartum. This is, you know, your hormones are getting back to normal. But it's still it's hard. And having that support group, I'm sure, is really, really help a lot of women.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really, really, truly believe like that fourth trimester class is going to be a game changer for me next time because it's also like you're getting out. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just remember with Michelina, like, I was just sitting on the couch in the same spot for 12 weeks. Yeah. And my mom's like, well, why don't you get out? Why don't you go for a walk? And I'm like, and I just, like, didn't want to. Like, I feel like my next baby, like, if I still don't want to, like, I'm going to push myself to do it. Right, right. Because I know I need it mom friends are just like super important and that's why like i tell everybody when are you having your next baby so like i could be pregnant too like i want i want all my mom (laughs) friends to be pregnant all at the same time so that way or at least around the same time so that way it's like we can go through this together again yeah exactly
0: for other people that Are listening that don't live on Long Island. Some places that I think you could find support postpartum and make mom friends is check out Facebook. You could check your local library. They
1: have a bunch of baby classes. You can meet moms there. I know that the hospital had like a Zoom thing, Mm. actually. So they were like, if you want to like pop on Zoom, like we have postpartum call if you want to join at this time. So maybe your hospital has something as well. I don't know if yours recommended something like that now they did a whole lactation thing postpartum oh okay because i because i actually had a woman call me after the hospital and she was like evaluating me and asking me how i was and was saying oh, like good. you can come to a support group like it's through zoom or whatever at this time or this time so you know like you said facebook even if there's a zoom call something to get your mind off uh like just talking Yeah. Just talking is really helpful.
0: Yeah. And if you can't find anything, you should start one. Like in your local community, start a Facebook group, go to the local libraries, let people know, get the word out. And, you know, you could even start as a walking group, you know, once a week, meet at the local park and go for a walk with your kids in the stroller or something. Because if if there is truly nothing in your area, that means that there's a need for it because you're not the only one that's looking for it.
1: I guarantee every single woman that pops a baby out of their vagina is going to be like, I need friends. (laughs) (laughs) Instantly. Like, baby. Okay, friends. I need mom friends. (laughs) Yeah, because it's true. It takes a village. You know, it
0: really, and everyone has said that. And I'm always like, yeah, 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 yeah. And in the beginning, I was like, I can do this all, like, all on my own. Because I'm, I'm a control freak. And, like, I need to be in control and, like, do everything myself. And then that <laughs> I have learned very quickly that that's not feasible at all.
1: That was not me one bit. <laughs> I was like, Miglina literally, like, just got out of the hospital. And I'm like, okay, who wants her? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and everyone's like, what? And I was, like, just, like, so lax about, like, who has her and I don't know like for some reason like anybody that like holds McElena or had held McLena like in in the beginning like I had so much trust which was so weird but like I just felt like I needed like help I needed help yeah and I knew I needed help like as soon as I got out of the hospital I called my psychiatrist I called my therapist and I said hey like I need to get back on my medication I need to get back on therapy like I prioritize my mental health so I could be the best version of myself for my child don't be afraid to ask for help and that's why mom friends are so just as important as family i don't know how many times i'm going to say mom friends but i'm sure i could be a millionaire after how many times i said it well yeah if you're like me and you're like happy hour you can make it a drinking game and take a (laughs) shot every
0: time we say mom friends mom friends (laughs) (laughs) all right guys so thank you for listening to our very first episode there are a lot more interesting topics and conversations coming so make sure you hit that subscribe button
1: yeah and find mom
0: friends (laughs) bye bye guys